Welcome to the Dietitian Values Podcast, a space for conversations that go beyond lip speak, challenge the status quo, and hopefully create a space where we can learn and unlearn in connection and community. Join me, Laura Jean, accredited practicing dietitian, as I brained up my thoughts, chat with insightful guests, and create a space where we'll probably end up with more questions than answers, but also a space for encouraging and inspiring accountable action. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Dietitian Values Podcast. I'm talking to you today about something that Definitely is a bit of a something I like. Not like is probably not the right. No, I'm talking to you today about professionalism, about being professional, quote unquote. What that means, who benefits, who gets excluded, and just want to plant a seed really around how you think about professionalism um, and how you think that you need to show up as a professional and where perhaps that might be limiting you from showing up as your full self. Um, So let's dive in. So professionalism. So close your eyes for a minute, um, not if you're driving, or even just whip out your phone and do a quick Google and Google professional um, and see what what comes up with images. I did it before I jumped on to record. And it's people in suits, you know, power suits, business suits, um, even the word power suit. It's people... Gosh, they look so fake, actually, if you look at the, <laughs> the stock images, which, you know, I mean, stock images can be tricky to get um, a bit of natural energy to anyway. But professionalism is like a uniform. It's like a caricature of this whole sort of way of showing up, you know. It's it's all of these social and cultural so-called norms um, that are pushed upon people It's uniformity, so it's actually removing individuality and, surprise, surprise, it's dehumanising us. It's it's taking away our very parts of us that make us human to to show up in that way. So because who wears a suit on the weekend? Um, Who wears a suit to go meet up with their friends? There probably are some people out there that that is actually how they like to dress and, and what they like to wear, which is great. It doesn't look that way, though, when everyone else is being forced to do it. So actually benefits people who like to dress up uh, as a quote-unquote in the professional look um, if we can reimagine it. So who benefits? Who benefits from this whole concept of what professionalism looks and acts like? People with power. People who have money to purchase the clothes and all the trappings and all the things that allow them to show up professionally people who who made the rules around what professionals um are supposed to dress the people who already were there and wanted to keep everyone out because newsflash the whole concept of professionalism and professional dress is to exclude it is to make it clear i am here i am in this group and you are not um that's the kind of you know origins of it well in my my opinion and you can disagree if you like um you know it's all those cultural social norms around to to um the word to delineate between people who were quote unquote cultures and cultured and people who were considered who weren't so it's a system of oppression it's another tool of the systems of oppression that we live in and why do i always bring this up why does i make 
you know, does it seem that I'm always bringing it back to this? Because it always comes back to this. This is the reality. This is where we have found ourselves. And if we want to make change and if we want to change things, make things better, and if we want to create spaces of inclusion, we need to look at all of the elements of this. So, for instance, in our profession as dietitians, um, there's been some great movement and great talking, um, great action around diversity, not by our professional organisations always, but definitely by grassroots um, and people who are in less resource groups um, pushing for that diversity, which is great. And one of the ways we get more diversity and one of the ways we have spaces where people can show up as themselves, which you know that I'm super passionate about, is by allowing them to show up as themselves. So, who benefits? The people who are already in the group, you know, the people who already have the power. They benefit from this whole concept of professionalism. Who gets excluded? Well, people who don't have it, people who can't afford to, people who are less resourced, which are typically less resourced, marginalised groups. And I'd like to ask a few questions to get you to consider um, because you might be thinking, and they might be having a little bit of a visceral reaction around this, or you might even be sort of thinking, oh, Laura, like you still have to look professional. You still have to do X, Y, Z. And I just want you to just get curious. Um, what does looking a certain way, what does that What does that show? If we we do turn up looking a different way, does that discount all of our experience? Does that discount all of our um, professional training? Does that discount all of the compassion and humanness we can bring to our role? Um, the current system would like us to think it does, that we won't be taken seriously, that we can't fit in if we don't show up a certain way. And again, who benefits from that? It's the people who are already there, the people who already have the power, the people who are never going to be pushed, who always have a seat at the table, who always have a space at the table. So if we want to create a space that is different than that, then we need to start questioning. And I'd really invite you to think about what are some things um, that you hide that you don't consider professional or have you done so in the past? Maybe you don't do it um, anymore. Um, but I often talk about this over on IG at Dietitian Values. And the couple of times I've brought it up, I've had some amazing conversations in the DMs with people around around this, around how um, how it has impacted. So one dietitian was telling me about how she um, only ever wore long sleeve shirts to work because she felt she had to hide her tattoos because that wasn't quote unquote professional. Another person more recently um, was sharing with me about how they had shaved their head recently, but they were still continuing to wear wigs to work and wigs in spaces because they, yeah, they hadn't really thought about why, but, you know, that sort of made them sort of stop and think um, around what was going on there. And so that's really what I would like to invite is for you to get curious. Are there parts of your way of showing up in the world or the way you show up in your personal life that you don't bring into your professional life. Now, I know that if you work in certain spaces, um, there can be policies and procedures um, around that which um, which make it hard to actually do, um, which is bullshit, of course, but, you know, it is the water we're swimming in. So for some people, I know it's not as easy as just, you know, throwing off the, the bra and popping the trackies on and heading off to work. Um, but what would it look like if we created spaces where we could do that? What would it look like if we created spaces where 
being a professional or being a, you know, being a competent and um, professional dietitian was actually about providing human-centered care around treating, around believing and listening to what people share with us around incorporating the list and um, what if it was based on how we incorporated people's lived experience into our work versus you know showing up in this facade of of a professional attire so i know we're not going to change this overnight i know that it's not realistic for everyone just to walk out tomorrow and go to their jobs in their trackies <laughs> um with their hair you know bed hair or whatever it might be or to necessarily show up with um with tattoos visible or with a shaved head or with coloured hair even. Um, so we do still have a long way to go. And I know for some people, spaces aren't safe to show up as themselves. And I really want to acknowledge the privilege in being able to do that. And this is why I'm so passionate about supporting dietitians to create their own values-based businesses or their own values-based career path and find if, you know, maybe the business um, route's not your thing, but finding jobs and finding places of employment that align with their values that allow them to show up as themselves. Because the more we show up as ourselves, we give other people the benefit of going first. We we, um, I heard a quote today on a podcast I was listening to, Mara Glatzel, um, the Needy podcast, if you haven't heard of that one, it's a great one around self-care, but she shared um, permission likes company, oh, permission invites company, oh gosh, I should have written it down. Anyway, the premise was is by, um, by, by doing something, then it invites, it creates a space for other people to do the thing. So for us, um, if we can show up in ways that are our full selves, in ways that just pop the whole idea of what professional or professionalism is to the side and just think about, well, how do I want to show up? What's comfortable for me? What allows me to be myself and to be comfortable and to live to my values? Like who am I as a human being and and how do I want to bring that into my work? And part of that can be about how you physically show up, like what you're wearing, how you act. Um, You know, another part of professionalism, I know I'm focusing a lot on the visual part, but another part of professionalism is how we speak. And again, who benefits from having rules and regulations around language um, is the people who make the rules and regulations about language, who is gets excluded, people who have quote-unquote uncultured language, you know, in the eyes of the dominant culture, the, you know. So, yeah, so one part of being professional or not being professional, you know, an example around words and language is swearing, Um and if you've listened to any of my podcasts or hung around at the Dietitian Values Instagram page, you know that I'm partial to a swear word when it's required. Um, I've got no problems with swearing. Um, I swear sometimes in client consults if it if it is warranted. Look, I'm not just necessarily dropping F-bombs every sentence, but if that is how you speak, then that is how you speak. The thing is that when we have these rules, it excludes people, it excludes, you know, it, it upholds that whole um, supremacy culture narrative that certain people or certain ways of speaking or certain ways of dressing is better than others. It also forces the humans that have to perform this to be allowed into these spaces to hide parts of themselves. For so maybe it, it forces you to hide who you really are, to speak in a way that's not natural or normal to you to enable that you, you know, quote unquote, fit in in these spaces or that you're even allowed access. Again, I want to acknowledge the privilege that, yeah, we can't just all show up in our workspace dropping swear words and still keep our job. 
Um, and that, again, is why I'm passionate about us all creating our own spaces where we can do that um, and also where we can show up that way and hopefully continue to create spaces so that other people can show up that way, other people can show up as themselves, not necessarily wanting to show up dropping F-bombs, but maybe showing up with their neurodiversity, maybe showing up with their... Um, with you know, with their tattoos visible, with their with their shaved head, with their purple hair, whatever it might be that allows you to be showing up in your humanness. The other really big part of this is it creates a space where the humans who we want to work with can connect to us and our humanness, our humanity. When we are stuck in the whole professional facade, you know, it creates this barrier and it creates a hierarchy in that. So that if we're, so for instance, if you picture yourself in a clinic, you know, and if you're dressed in, you know, quote unquote professional attire and someone comes in to see you and they're, they maybe aren't, it already based on these standards that we're putting in place, it can create this hierarchy straight away it feeds into that whole expert where the expert kind of um, narrative and so when we show up as ourselves it not only allows other dietitians it not only creates our our professional space to be less um less exclusionary less exclusion anyway exclude people less it also creates a safer not necessarily safe because we can't um, guarantee that but maybe a more comfortable space maybe a more welcoming space maybe a more connection space based on connection and belonging to the humans we actually want to work with and this is particularly true if you want to work with less resource groups or groups that um that that are typically excluded based on these whole professional um, kind of ideals and, and trimmings and trappings because people want to work with people who look like them, who act like them, who talk like them, who have their values. One of the most powerful tools for connecting to the humans you want to work with is through your values and how your values show up is in how you show up. And so if you are, if in our profession we have this whole idea that we are have to be like, you know, in suits or in like this quite, particular type of clothing and particular type of hair and you know all that kind of things then we aren't necessarily creating a space where everyone feels welcome where and that's other dietitians but it's also the humans we want to work with as well so I would love to hear your thoughts on this um really I think the whole concept around professionalism the whole standards of professionalism are yeah supremacy cultural tools they're there to exclude people with less resources and quote-unquote you know people who have been considered you know quote-unquote less cultured um so they're in place for that and they're also in place to maintain the status quo for the people who already have the power and the status to maintain the power and the status and for people who don't to not be able to get it so that is on the overarching level. At our professional level as dietitians, it just stops you from showing up as you. I mean, sure, if you love to wear a power suit and that says, hey, this is me, um, I wear a power suit even when I'm gardening, I wear a power suit. I mean, not that you have to wear the same clothes all the time. But, you know, if, if, you know, if, if nothing says your personality like a power suit, then please rock on get the shoulder pads going, like really embrace it. But if that is not who you are, that is not how you show up, and if that is not how you want to show up, then maybe it's time to think about what, how do you want to show up? What kind of space do you want to create for the humans you're working with? Um, it doesn't have to be the same as how I might show up or another dietitian. It's just really about you. So this episode is really just to invite you to think about 
what standards or concepts of professionalism maybe in how you how you dress how you talk how you show up in your work um do you uphold do you want to be upholding them do they allow you to be you do they allow you to move towards your values or not because i have a bit of a sneaking suspicion because i know a lot of dietitians suffer from burnout and i know that um big part of burnout I feel is when we work in spaces that aren't aligned to our values and that is around how people are treated, how clients are treated, but it's also about how you're treated too and and all these expectations that create, that make you show up as a version of yourself that is not true and that's exhausting, bloody exhausting and it's not sustainable and so that can often lead to part of the whole burnout scenario. So some thoughts for you, of course, always more questions than answers. Um, I'll leave you with that and I would love to hear your thoughts on this if you would like to come over to at Dietitian Values on Instagram and let me know what things um, you might be thinking you have to perform or show up as to be considered professional or perhaps ways that you have challenged that status quo. I would really love to hear from you. Okay, I look forward to chatting to you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you and the time you've given to me. If you like what you heard, please share it with your dietitian besties and subscribe on your platform of choice. Want more like this? Come follow along and continue the combo on Instagram where I hang out at Dietitian Values. I'm so grateful for you and the opportunity to connect. Have a good one. Catch you next time on the Dietitian Values Podcast. The Dietitian Values Podcast is recorded on the unceded lands of the Ngambri and Ngunnawal people. I pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging.